Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about the only three steps runners need to heal plantar fasciitis. Hi, I'm Dr. Christopher Segler, and thanks for tuning in to the Doc on the Run podcast, where we help you understand how to keep training and running even if you've been injured. You don't need to watch hundreds of different videos to get better. If you do these three things and you really have plantar fasciitis, you should start getting better. So in this episode, we're going to talk about the only three treatments needed to heal plantar fasciitis in almost every runner. Now, if you're not getting better, then the chances are good that you probably don't have plantar fasciitis and been misdiagnosed. Now, this problem is so common that I even wrote an entire book on runner's heel pain, and you can get it on Amazon. Even after I wrote the book on runner's heel pain, runners kept calling to schedule virtual doctor visit consultations on Skype where they can actually talk to me and ask me questions. Now, I pretty quickly realized they were all asking the same questions about what I do to diagnose and treat runners when I see them in person. So then we even created an online course on runner's heel pain that teaches runners like you how to do their own self-diagnosis and make sure you're doing the correct treatment once you know which condition is really causing your heel pain. Now, we put links to the book and the course at the bottom of the show notes for this episode, so check those out if you're confused about whether or not you actually have plantar fasciitis. But you really don't need the book on runner's heel pain or the course on heel pain if you just have plantar fasciitis. Well, we're going to talk about what plantar fasciitis is and what you as a runner have to do to get rid of plantar fasciitis. What is the plantar fascia? Well, the plantar fascia is the largest ligament in your foot. It's basically a huge sheet of collagen that attaches to the bottom of the heel bone and then goes all the way across the bottom of your foot where it fans out across the ball of the foot and finally attaches to the joint supporting structures at the bases of the toes. Now, the term plantar just means bottom of the foot. When doctors talk about the plantar surface, they're referring to the surface of the foot that faces the ground. If you look up the term fascia, you'll probably find one of two definitions. The first definition is one used in home construction. In that case, fascia is defined as a wooden board or flat piece of material covering the ends of rafters. If you ever get the roofer placed on your home, the roofer will point to some of the trim underneath the roof line and refer to it as the fascia. In that sense, fascia is basically an external covering. The second definition of fascia is one that refers to anatomy. In that case, fascia is defined as a sheath or a thin fibrous tissue enclosing a muscle or organ. When I was first in practice, I was treating a construction worker who had plantar fasciitis. And when I started to explain that he had inflammation of the plantar fascia, he stopped me and said, so it's basically just a covering? Well, that makes sense based on his experience with home construction. But I then explained to him that, yes, the plantar fascia does in fact serve as an outer protective layer, or in a sense, a covering of the four layers of muscles on the bottom of the foot. However, the plantar fascia is actually much more than just a protective covering. It's also a structural element in the foot. The plantar fascia helps support your arch because it acts like a bowstring on the bottom of your foot, pulling the arch tighter. It also increases tension on the big toe when you're running and you get ready to push off. So it's not really accurate to think of the plantar fascia as just a protective covering. It's much more than that, which helps explain why I think it's a terrible idea for you to have surgery to cut the plantar fascia. But that's a different lesson entirely. 
Now that you understand what the plantar fascia is, let's talk about plantar fasciitis. The term itis means inflammation. So if you have plantar fasciitis, you have inflammation of the plantar fascia. Now, plantar fasciitis begins with some minor injury to the plantar fascia because it's where you have a minor sprain of the plantar fascia ligament. Now, I think many doctors and many authors suggest that runners get plantar fasciitis because of an overuse syndrome where they overuse the plantar fascia. But I don't really believe that's true for most runners. Maybe some specific workout you did put an excess strain on the plantar fascia and it got flared up. Maybe you were doing a series of hill repeats. Maybe your form fell apart and you applied too much stress to the plantar fascia when you were doing speed work. Maybe the inflammation started when you stepped on one of your kid's Legos while you were barefoot. Regardless of the initial cause of inflammation, plantar fasciitis persists in runners because you continue to apply strain to the plantar fascia ligament every time you walk on it. You get swelling around the plantar fascia and you get swelling where the plantar fascia attaches to the bone. When you step on that swollen and inflamed area, it causes more stress and strain and stimulates more inflammation. So it takes some initial minor injury to the plantar fascia and then a cycle of inflammation in response to pain that causes plantar fasciitis in most runners. Running doesn't cause plantar fasciitis. I don't believe runners get plantar fasciitis because they run too far. I don't believe runners get plantar fasciitis because they run too fast. I don't believe runners get plantar fasciitis because they run too much. And I don't believe runners have to stop running to heal plantar fasciitis. Well, so if you understand that I don't really think stopping running is a treatment for plantar fasciitis, what does it take to heal plantar fasciitis? You're listening to the Doc on the Run podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Runner's Heal Pain, self-diagnosis and self-treatment written by the world's leading expert on runner's heal pain. When runners with heel pain get help from Dr. Segler through a virtual doctor visit, they ask the same questions. How do I know I really have plantar fasciitis? What do I have to do to get my heel pain to go away? How can I stay fit and keep running while I heal my plantar fasciitis? Dr. Segler wrote the book on runner's heel pain specifically so any runner like you could get the same answers he gives to patients he sees in person. He wanted to create a way you could get $500 worth of expert advice for less than the cost of a copay right now, without waiting for some doctor's office to open. Runner's Heel Pain, Self-Diagnosis and Self-Treatment. This book will teach you exactly how the world's leading expert on runner's heel pain helps runners run and heal. Get the Kindle version on Amazon today for only $14.95. All right, welcome back to the Doc on the Run podcast. Well, so if you understand that I don't really think stopping running is a treatment for plantar fasciitis, what does it take to heal plantar fasciitis? We're going to make this section really clear and really simple. If you search for plantar fasciitis treatment, you're going to get thousands of different treatment options. It doesn't take thousands of different things to treat plantar fasciitis. You don't have to take pills every day. You don't have to do 10 different stretches every day. You don't have to buy a whole bunch of different stretching gizmos, shoe inserts, or arch supports. There are really only three things required for most runners to quickly heal a case of plantar fasciitis. So let's keep it simple and focus on what really works. The first thing is to decrease inflammation. Remember, by definition, plantar fasciitis means you have inflammation of the plantar fascia. The process of inflammation leads to the buildup of inflammatory fluid on the bottom of your heel and arch. When you step on it, you're basically squishing all that tissue that's already stretched out and distended by all that additional fluid. Of course, that hurts, and when you get pain, you get more inflammation in response to that painful stimuli. 
all of that inflammatory fluid collecting around the bottom of your heel and the arch needs to stop if you want to get better. So the first thing you want to do is decrease the inflammation. Now, cryotherapy is the lowest risk and likely most effective way to stop that inflammation in runners. Now, cryotherapy just means cold therapy. Some runners like to rest their foot on an ice pack. Other runners prefer to take a more progressive approach and do contrast bath soaks. Although there are many different ways to stop the inflammation, you have to understand that is step number one when you're a runner with plantar fasciitis. If you've had plantar fasciitis for a long time and you got confused because some doctor told you that you don't really have inflammation going on in your foot, then you don't actually have plantar fasciitis. Remember, by definition, if you don't have inflammation, you don't have plantar fasciitis. You have the wrong diagnosis. If you've had what you think is plantar fasciitis for a couple of years, then you probably don't have plantar fasciitis anymore. In that case, you probably have something called plantar fasciosis. Now, the details of that condition are not really important because if you're a runner and you think you have plantar fasciitis and you do the right treatments, you will get better. If you do the right treatments and you don't get better, then you probably have the wrong condition. You really have nothing to lose by trying these treatments to see if you're going to get better. Even if you don't get better, that's still going to be more information for your doctor to use to come up with the correct diagnosis. All right, so the second thing you have to do is you have to decrease the stress on the plantar fascia. Now, that does not mean you have to stop running. Regardless of the initial cause, something you did applied too much stress to the plantar fascia. The amount of stress actually caused a strain or sprain of the plantar fascia ligament. So it just stands to reason that you need to decrease the amount of stress and strain on the plantar fascia ligament if you want to keep running. If you don't hear anything else from this lesson, you need to hear this. You need to decrease the amount of stress and strain. But that does not mean you have to stop running. You just have to decrease the stress and strain on the plantar fascia ligament enough so you can keep running. Now, these are the exact sort of techniques I teach to physicians when I lecture at medical conferences on runner's heel pain. In 2018 alone, I've been invited to teach doctors about runner's heel pain at medical conferences in Lake Tahoe, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Seattle, Reykjavik, Iceland, and Hawaii. Now, keep in mind, at all these conferences, I'm actually teaching physicians how to treat this condition while runners continue to run. Most of these doctors don't really know how to do that. So if you seem confused because you haven't been able to find a doctor who will help you run while you're trying to heal your plantar fasciitis, don't let it surprise you. There are many different ways you can decrease the stress and strain on the plantar fascia ligament. We cover all those in the book on runner's heel pain and also teach all the most effective methods for reducing the stress on the plantar fascia when you run in the runner's heel pain course. As long as you decrease the stress on the plantar fascia enough so it can heal, it will heal. And if you do enough of the right things, you can decrease the stress on the plantar fascia enough so that it will heal while you continue to run. About a year ago, I got plantar fasciitis myself. Now, I wanted to experiment with this. So the only thing I did, the only treatment at all, if you want to call it a treatment, was that I started running all my runs on the right side of the street to make sure I could supinate my foot and decrease some of the stress to the plantar fascia. In two weeks, my plantar fasciitis went away. All I did was run on the right side of the road. So the third thing you have to do is you have to stretch the Achilles tendon. Now, I want to make sure I have your full attention before we talk about this, because this is where a lot of runners get lost. Every runner who gets plantar fasciitis has a tight Achilles tendon. In fact, in the last 15 years, I've only seen three runners who have normal Achilles tendons with more than 10 degrees of measurable dorsiflexion. Again, Every runner, except for three, every single runner I've seen in the last 15 years has a tight Achilles tendon. 
Every runner who gets plantar fasciitis has a tight Achilles tendon. Not every runner with a tight Achilles tendon has plantar fasciitis. But you could argue that every runner who has a tight Achilles tendon is on the verge of getting plantar fasciitis. So again, now that I have your attention, the most important treatment to treat plantar fasciitis if you're a runner is to stretch the Achilles tendon. And you have to make sure that you're doing Achilles tendon stretches that will not apply additional stress or strain to the plantar fascia. Remember, we talked about this earlier. If you want to continue running, you have to decrease the stress and strain on the plantar fascia enough so it will heal. If you want to run while your plantar fasciitis is healing, then you need to decrease the stress and strain enough that you can still continue to run while the plantar fascia heals. So the last thing you want to do is to start stretching the Achilles tendon in some way that is going to apply even more stress and strain to the plantar fascia. But stretching the Achilles tendon is the single most important treatment for runners with plantar fasciitis. And one of the questions I often get is, why does plantar fasciitis last so long in runners? There are a couple of different reasons why runners don't get better when they get plantar fasciitis. A lot of runners will hear from their running buddies that plantar fasciitis will just go away on its own. That's not always true. Some runners will read that an article online that explains something about plantar fasciitis being self-limiting. That's not always true. But I think the main reason plantar fasciitis doesn't get better in most runners is that most runners don't think it's a big problem. After all, most runners with plantar fasciitis don't even have pain when they run. You just get pain when you step out of bed in the morning. You may get pain when you've been sitting in a chair at a desk and get up and start walking again, but plantar fasciitis is not really crippling you. Plantar fasciitis is easy to ignore, but if you ignore it, it won't just go away. When runners ignore plantar fasciitis and let it go on for months or years, the condition actually changes. Now, the next question is, how does plantar fasciitis turn into chronic problems in runners? You're listening to the Doc on the Run podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. How do I know I don't have a stress fracture in the heel bone? How can I tell if I tore my plantar fascia? What do I have to do to get my plantar fasciitis to go away? How can I stay fit and keep running? How do I know I really have plantar fasciitis? After years of teaching other doctors how to tell the difference between different forms of runner's heel pain, Dr. Segler created the Runner's Heel Pain Course to show runners like you exactly how to treat runner's heel pain. Make sure you don't have a condition that will get worse if you keep running, and more importantly, how to maintain your fitness and keep running. I was able to get the same expert advice Dr. Segler gives to runners in person, but for 80% less. And I was able to get it immediately by purchasing the Runner's Heel Pain course online. If you're confused about whether or not you have plantar fasciitis, get the Runner's Heel Pain course. I thought I had to stop running to heal plantar fasciitis, but the Runner's Heel Pain course showed me how that's just not true. I wanted to figure out how to tell the difference between plantar fasciitis and a stress fracture in the heel bone. The runner's heel pain course showed me exactly how to tell the difference, even without seeing a doctor. If some doctor said you have to stop running because you have heel pain, you need the runner's heel pain course. Get it today and get back to running. All right, welcome back to the Doc on the Run podcast. Now, the next question is, how does plantar fasciitis turn into chronic problems in runners? When runners ignore plantar fasciitis and let it go on for months or years, the condition actually changes. The chronic inflammatory fluid that collects around the plantar fascia actually contains degradative enzymes that damage the collagen. Remember, the plantar fascia is just a huge sheet of collagen. Over time, the inflammation actually does subside, but when that happens, you actually have a different condition. Once the plantar fascia becomes damaged, it actually gets thicker 
and evolves into a chronic condition called plantar fasciosis. Well, plantar fasciosis only develops as a consequence of ignoring plantar fasciitis. So whatever you do, don't just keep running on it thinking eventually your plantar fasciitis will just miraculously vanish someday. If you have plantar fasciitis and you really want it to get better, all you have to do is the three things I just explained to you. And if right now you're worried that maybe you're going to get or already have a case of plantar fasciosis, then you have probably had it a long time and you have very little to lose by just trying these three treatments. Decreasing the inflammation, decreasing the stress on the plantar fascia, and stretching the Achilles tendon will cure plantar fasciitis in the overwhelming majority of runners. And most importantly, just like I explained to physicians when I lecture at medical conferences, you should be able to run even while you heal your plantar fasciitis. Like I mentioned earlier, there are thousands of different treatments for sale online and which are often sold to you by your doctor in the doctor's office, but I really and truly believe and have seen that almost every runner with plantar fasciitis will get better and can keep running if you can just decrease the inflammation, decrease the stress on the plantar fascia, and stretch the Achilles tendon. If you do those things and you don't get better, then you may not have plantar fasciitis. In that case, you should check out the book I wrote called Runner's Heel Pain, Self-Diagnosis and Self-Treatment. Better yet, just sign up for the course on Runner's Heel Pain so you can quickly learn exactly what I do when I see runners in person and how I diagnose the true cause of runner's heel pain and exactly what I tell them to do to get better and keep running. We've put links to both the book and the course at the bottom of the show notes for this episode. So do the three things I talked about above. And if you're not getting better, then check out these other resources if you're confused about whether or not you actually have plantar fasciitis. If you have plantar fasciitis, the three treatments we just talked about will help you get better and you can keep running. If you have a question that you would like answered as a future edition of the Doc on the Run podcast, send it to me. And then make sure you join me in the next edition of the Doc on the Run podcast. Thanks again for listening.